Welcome to Rolling Misadventures, where a group of podcasters take time away from their respective shows to sit down and play Fiasco. I am your host, Eric, once again joined by Megan and Charles. Happy holidays! Nothing gets you in the spirit like dark, spooky conspiracy stories. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, yep. That's right where I'm at. Tis the season. Tis the season for the X-Files. Okay, so we are continuing with the playset of Warn Everyone by Mark L. Chance, which is our X-Files alien-inspired conspiracy story. My character, Agent David Gill, is trying to pull Charles' character, Evelyn Ludgood, back into their government connection. Not quite sure how that's fleshed out yet, but we are getting there. We did roll a tilt between our characters of Innocent, the wrong guy gets busted. And then between uh, my character and Megan's character, Morgan Jeffries, we forgot to bring this up on the last episode, but there is that other new special rule that if you get two matching die, you have to roll on. And it turns out that Megan's character and my character are basically an alien mind-controlled zombie relationship now. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag it's complicated. Uh, but with that, we also have the other tilt that we rolled, Mayhem, cold-blooded score settling. Somebody gonna die. I mean, typically. I've got a, I've got a scene to start us off if you want yeah, to go for it. get this thing going. All right. So Evelyn is at home messing around with the silver square of strange metal that we have <laughs> and uh, tinkering with it, kind of figuring out. And, you know, Evelyn knows that it's some kind of um, communication device, um, specifically something that is able to communicate with people telepathically and they know it's alien. So. Evelyn knows this, and this is something that Evelyn has been working on with the government for years. So Evelyn knows this pretty well. So um, Evelyn's tinkering with it, tinkering with it, tinkering with it. Until Evelyn realizes, I think Evelyn realizes pretty quick that something's kind of off with the device. Like, it doesn't work the way that it's supposed to work. This is not right. And something is off here. And when he makes that realization, he kind of paces around the house a little bit. Or apartment. Apartment. We're going to go with apartment. He he picks up the phone and he calls uh, Agent Gill. David picks up the phone. Ah, hello again, Mr. Ludgood. <sighs> Told you this before, David. You can call me Evelyn. Sorry. Old, old habits, Evelyn. Uh, what can I do for you? All right. So this thing, this device that was found... Um, are are you sure you didn't leave it at at the at the civic center? No, I if if I had my hands on it, it would have you know gone straight back to the headquarters. Because here's here's the thing, I I think I can trust you, but I I think it's a plant, and I think that it's a distraction from what's really going on here. And I don't know. What do you mean? I mean, we've seen these before. It's just your normal communication. Yeah, yeah, I I know. And they're they're designed by our friends, you know, in quotation. We're not supposed to talk about them. It's it's designed by them to listen in to us and what's going on in our world, right? But there's no connection and there's no... This sounds crazy, but I think somebody left this for me to find so that I would spend time on this and not on what I should be focusing on. Does that make sense at all? Like, at all? At all? 
I don't know. I'm just kind of rambling here, but something seems off. I mean, we haven't really... It's always been observation with them. Like, what else would they be having you do? If we were to find this, like, how would they know that you would be the one to find it? That's the question, isn't it? And I think that's... They kind of say their pleasantries, and I think he ends the phone call and sits back down and looks at the box and just stares at it just kind All of right. um i mean that didn't I mean, it was a pretty neutral exchange i suppose i'm gonna give charles a black die though because if he's figuring things out it's not gonna lead anywhere good yeah yeah all right, so now I'm going to... I would like to do a scene between uh, Morgan and Agent David Gill imme- immediately post-phone call. Yeah, I think that they were both in the van together. Yes. Like, you yep. heard this whole conversation. Uh, we see Morgan is seated next to Agent Gill, and as soon as the, the phone clicks off, he turns and he says, So do you think he's going to fix it? I don't think he knows what he's fixing. He doesn't need to know. He just, he's figured out that it's not working. You need to convince him that that just if he figures out how to turn it on, that you'll get out of his hair. He never would have done this otherwise, and he's the only one who can can get it up and running again. And we need that to happen. You know that. You understand that, right? I understand that, but how can I lead him to fix something when he doesn't know what it's supposed to do? He doesn't know why it's not working. Does it, does it really matter? All we need is for him to get it up and running again, and for you to just push him along in the right direction. We're running out of time, and I'm running out of patience. Yeah, again, do you just... want? Do you want to see, uh, do you want to see what happens when I run out of patience? And and he he pulls a little switch out of his uh, out of his pocket and he presses down on a on a button. And I think that David just goes completely glassy eyed, like that twitch comes back in his cheek. Need I remind you that you brought this on yourself, Mr. Gill. You left me out there on my own with no one, and they came to my rescue. They came to me when you and all the other rats at the agency left me to die. And so now they're calling the shots, which means I'm calling the shots, which means whatever it takes, you will get Evelyn to fix the communicator. Or Morgan can step in and maybe try to, I don't know, convince him in less pleasant ways. I'm trying to do this in the easiest, most amicable fashion. Don't give me a reason not to. And I think right then is when you press the button to, or you let off the button. Yeah, that I, yeah, I de, I depress the button. <laughs> David just, <laughs> it, yes, sir. I'll, I'll take care of it. Good. Now we all understand each other. Now we could be friends again. And I guess that's, <laughs> yeah, that's the end of that. <laughs> I gave the black dice to Derek. Derek has a black die. <laughs> So I think we do a scene at the Civic Center. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. And so, like, this is the next day, and I think Evelyn is still has that, like, thinking face on him. Obviously, the box is on his mind, and he's just not paying attention to what he's doing. 
Maybe he's in like that kind of like robotic mindset and he's just like following through with the steps and missing some here and there. And Okay. And then I guess maybe Morgan comes over and they're just like, Ev- Evelyn, um, yo, you okay there, buddy? You've been, uh, you've been staring at the same can of beans for about 15 minutes now. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think baked beans are all that complicated. Wait, what? Sorry, I, you're right. Um, got something on the mind. Sorry. Has that extra years been around at all? Yeah. I, yeah. See, I told you to let me know if that, that happened. Y'all right? Not, need... Yeah, not around here. Just in life. Well, is there is there anything I can do? Where where did you find that metal box again? Oh, the, uh, the, the iPod or whatever that was? Yeah, the iPod. Um, I told you it was in, uh, it was in this box over here and he just kind of goes across and it's just a regular cardboard box and it was, uh, yeah, it was with these, uh, cans of cream corn, like I said. I don't, who dropped, who dropped them off? I don't think it was Mrs. Sanderson. Mm. Shit, man, I'm sorry, I don't, I just, I don't remember. I mean, if I, if I did, I'd know, you know, who to give it back to. I wish I could be of more help. Yeah. Um. Hmm. What? What? Why? What's uh? What's the matter? Is it? Is it something dangerous? I don't know. Have you figured out what it does? As Morgan's saying this, he's getting maybe just like a little too close, looking maybe like just a little too interested. Not alarm bells, but a little like like just real keen on this. I I know. I think I know what it's supposed to do. Oh, so is it? I mean. What? You were 100% right. It's, a, it's an iPod. So, um, and he kind of, like, walks off. Uh, actually, he leaves. He fucking <laughs> leaves. Like, it, right then. And Morgan just kind of stands there for a second and honestly just looks confused. Okay, isn't sure whether or not this is a development that's going to be in uh, their favor. But uh, he's, looking, he's looking concerned. And I guess that's, yeah, I guess that's that. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, so cool. So I earned two black die this time. So do, are we going to do the thing? Yeah. Let's do yeah. That. I guess, I guess we got to do the thing. Cause I think this is a good time to do the thing. Okay. So we're going to, we're going to play on that table again. Mm-hmm. We're going to roll and you develop flu like symptoms. Yes. Ooh, yes. All right. This is what I was hoping for. Okay. okay. Cool. <laughs> all right. So I think that in a frantic call in a very uncharacteristic way for David to behave, he calls Evelyn. Hey, uh, Evelyn, David, what's that, up? Uh, what you found, that strange text, silver square of strange metal. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the the device, have, have you made any progress on it? I think so. Uh, why? What, what's going we, on? We need to figure it out. We, it, it, they contacted me, and we need to get this figured out because... For whatever reason, this is their priority, and they're going to come for this. They as in they? As in them. And they are going to show up? I don't know. You know, the way that they've always watched us, they've never been one to reach out directly. Yeah, that's that's kind of going to be a big deal if that happens. Okay, so if we... Can we... Okay, I, I, I'm, I'm confused here, David. Like, it, so we need to fix this thing right away so they don't show up? I don't know if it's going to protect us from them or to get them not to show up if it's working properly. Okay. Um, because other if we don't fix it, they're going to come and fix it. Yeah, and we both know that when they show up, they have a tendency of making a big deal about them showing up. So, uh, 
All right, I'm at home. I've got it in front of me. He, he sees two wires that are like not put together properly inside, and he's like, "Can I? Yeah, can I? Can I call you back really quick?" Uh, yeah, just we have to stay on top of this. Um, so Evelyn, Evelyn walks up to this the, the the box again and crosses two wires on the inside, and it, it lights up instead of what it normally does, which is record audio video you know surroundings information that they can do it starts leaking like a gas out of it and evelyn breathes that in and he immediately starts coughing and it's overwhelming for him and he immediately takes it apart and sits down and calls david back again evelyn evelyn did we figure it out yeah the fuck did you do what do you mean what what the David, what the fuck is going on here? Because that is not that is not a communications device at all. I don't know what you're talking about. It was just like everything else. Yeah, yeah. It looks just like all the others. But here's the thing, David. Uh, it started smoking pretty bad in my space, and I breathed it in. I don't know what the fuck is going on, but I here's what I do know, is that I know something here is not fucking right. I know that for a fact. So why don't you just tell me what the fuck is going on? I can't. Yeah, that's 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 what I fucking thought. And he hangs up on him. There gets black dye. Minutes later, like maybe five minutes, David just barges through the door at Evelyn's place. <laughs> Evelyn, are Evelyn, are you okay? Evelyn is gone. So is the box. <sighs> Damn it! Picks up his phone and calls Morgan. David. Where are you? I'm at Evelyn's place. And what are you doing there? Looking for Evelyn. Looking for the box that you had him fix. What? Okay. What's... Did he fixed it? He fixed it, and now it's gone. Shit. Well, that just means you need to get it back. Or I'll get it back. Which sounds like the more pleasing option to you, David. I'll get it, sir. You have two hours, and then if you haven't gotten it back yet, I will. And I will make sure that you will not be in any condition to disappoint me or them again. Are we clear? Yes, sir. Excellent. Click. <laughs> so I think Evelyn on the lamb calls Morgan. Hey, e- Evelyn, what's going on? You just, you, you ran you ran out of there. I, I was, you know, wasn't sure if you were all right. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm okay. What's, what's going on? Uh, can... Weird, weird request. Can you... Can you meet me over by the docks? Uh, what? I'm not... The docks? What? Look, Evelyn, just just come over, alright? C- Camilla's... Camilla's out of town. She's... She's out with her, her sister trying to, uh... You know, we thought maybe, like, the, the desert air would help her out a little more. So, I mean, it's just me. Just, just come over, alright? Yeah, I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. Um, too many people... Too many people there. Evelyn starts coughing pretty bad i think like significant cough spurt um and he's like all right well i mean this is where i'm at if you can't if you don't want uh, to all right, me here. all right all right all right everyone just calm just calm down and morgan's just doing his best to to keep to keep everything kind of level all right I'm, i'll meet you out there okay i'll be i'll be there all right we're gonna work we're gonna work this out i got your back thanks morgan i'll see you here in a second all right and then in this uh <laughs> this series of uh, phone calls. <laughs> Morgan dials uh, Agent Agent Gill back up and just says, uh, "Gill, yeah, change of plans. I've got." 
Yes. Click. And with that, we head into our aftermath. So we will take a quick intermission as we roll our dice and be right back with that. Hey guys, it's your host, Derek, with a quick intermission. First off, I want to thank you for sticking it through this storyline. It was kind of weird to do something this serious, but we wanted to challenge ourselves as storytellers, and I think it worked out really well. Also, we wanted to remind everyone that we will be at PodCon in Seattle, January 19th and 20th. So if you're at the convention, make sure you stop by, say hi, and grab some free stickers like the main logo or the new Mouth Crimes design, which looks awesome. We would love to see you guys. And that's pretty much all I got for you guys today. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at R Misadventures. That's the letter R Misadventures. So you can see stuff like pictures of those stickers I just mentioned and all the other shenanigans that are going to come from PodCon. They will definitely go up there. But I'm going to quit rambling and let you guys get back to the story. And we are back. We have rolled our aftermath for Agent David Gill. He had a white one which is a dreadful ending, pretty much going to end up dead. Megan's character, Morgan Jeffries, also got a white one of dreadful. So we're sharing the same fate on that. And then Charles' character, Evelyn Ludgood, got a white four bitter. So potentially not dead. Potentially. Yeah. <laughs> potentially. <laughs> so we fast forward and I think Morgan gets to the docks. And is walking up, searching, looking around for Evelyn. And David steps out from behind like one of the pillars or containers. Something that he was hiding behind and confronts Morgan. Morgan was just like, oh, Evelyn, Ev- Evelyn, where are you at? Uh, Ev- D- drop the ruse, Morgan. What are you doing here? I can't let you do this. You've taken this way too far. Excuse me? I'm sorry. You can't let me do this? What? <laughs> Who exactly do you think you're talking to? You'll get what you want. You don't need to ruin the rest of Evelyn's life. You've already done that to me. You've gotten your revenge. Oh, oh no, no, no. You see, you're uh, you're mistaken here. I'm not going to ruin Evelyn's life. I'm going to end it. No loose ends, Mr. Gill. And it seems like, based on your inability to disentangle yourself from past feelings, attachments, what have you, that you're going to become a loose end yourself. And, um, well, I can't have that. They can't have that. I certainly can't come back to them telling them that I've just left witnesses with dangerous information running around all willy-nilly. Can I? Can I? And I think David just stone-faced reaches behind him and pulls out his gun. You won't have to go back to them. Oh, David. You're sudden uh, streak of nobility would almost be commendable if it wasn't so stupid and futile. And I I believe in the moment where uh, you would probably be about to pull the trigger, uh, Morgan whips the little controller out of his pocket again and slams his finger down on the button. And we see that just glassy-eyed stare and that vein popping out. But you can tell that David's struggling against it as he's slowly trying to raise his weapon before finally he just collapses. That's right. We can't have none of that. And I would imagine Morgan would uh, pick up and pocket the gun. And I don't know if at this point, if Evelyn has appeared or what he might have seen. or. So near the docks, I think that we're specifically um, like near some, I would say like some trucks and loading trucks and everything like that and i think evelyn like walks out from behind one of the trucks 
and just kind of like looks, you know, while while coughing pretty heavily. I, I think that um, that Evelyn looks at Morgan and says, "So." No, oh, Mor- Morgan like wheels around real quick and it's just like, oh, e- "Evelyn, where 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 have you been? I just this this I, I found this guy. He was asking about he he knew about you. He was looking for you and and uh, whatever that that piece of that that strange silver square of strange metal." <laughs> Um, but uh-huh. can't help. Whatever that that strange thing is, I I got him, I got him on the ground. I got I, I, uh, I disarmed him. He had a he had a gun. I don't know I don't know what he was thinking to do, fixing to do with you, but I don't think it was anything good. Hey, uh, Morgan. Yes, Evelyn. Can we cut the shit? Just... I, I don't I don't I don't understand. Yeah yeah you you do. I uh, I think I think if you've if you if you still got that thing on you, I I think you might want to uh you know maybe uh and then at this point. Morgan just picks up the gun and points at Evelyn and is like, y- you know, you're right. I, uh, I lost my train of thought there, so let's just make things much simpler. Give me the communicator or I'll shoot you. Is your real name Morgan? Does it matter? Were you the same Morgan that I met or did you take over? Oh, no, no. I've, I've, no. I've always been me. Evelyn, you're in so much deeper than you realize. <laughs> they never... We're gonna let you go. They uh, they wanted someone to you know keep an eye on you just in case they ever needed you for anything, and uh-huh. that was originally what our uh, our mutual friend here, Mr. David Gill, was meant to do. Um, you see, I worked for the same agency as the two of you, although uh, my time there went went a ways back a bit. And they, to put it quite simply, they fucked me. They fucked me, and they left me on my own. To die, but my friends swooped in, saved me, and I work for them now. So while Mr. Gill has been watching you, I was watching Mr. Gill, and uh, with the help of my friends, I made him a friend of mine too, and used him to get you to fix that, because we knew that that was your specialty. And now that you've fixed it, I'm gonna need it back. How are you feeling, Morgan? I'm gonna be feeling a whole lot better once this is all finished. Now, I'm not in the habit of repeating myself. Morgan cocks the gun, which is probably a bit unnecessary, but uh, we're going for theatrics at this point. Uh (laughs) So I'm not gonna say it again. Give me the communicator. You still have a chance to walk away from all of this. Let me repeat myself. How are you feeling, Morgan? Do you feel any cough coming on? Anything like that? I don't... I don't know what you're talking about. See, the reason that I had you come out here is I've known for a while that you've <coughs> that you've been involved, and I know that this. <laughs> we both know that this is not a communicator. This is some kind of weapon. So I've already what? breathed it in, and I'm, you know, I know my fate. And uh, um, Evelyn coughs a few more times, and I, I set it off. Uh, out here where there'd be nobody around. And I also called my uh, government agent friends people to uh, to take care of the situation. So uh, no, the only people don't. the only people who are dying here are the three of us. You, no, you didn't you, you didn't know you have no idea what you've done No, I know exactly what I've done <coughs> I thought you were my friend You son of a bitch You have no idea. <laughs> I got. I gotta hand it to you, Evelyn. 
you got me. But you know they're gonna come for this. And you know that there's just gonna be more of them. And you know, and as he says that, he pulls the trigger. I hit him in the shoulder. And then he tries to shoot you again, but he stumbles. And he, he kind of, he's like bent over coughing. And he just shoots in like a random direction. It doesn't even go near you. And then he drops the gun because he's coughing even harder now. So he drops he drops the gun and Evelyn goes for it while also coughing. I think it's funny that, that this like final moment is just like two very sick dudes just coughing on each other. And that's just how it's kind of... <laughs> going to end. <laughs> yeah. Evelyn grabs the gun and points it at Morgan and says, no matter what, you and I are going to die. So. Mm. It's too bad about your friend, though. He did, he really did actually have a change of heart there. Damn. Yeah, we actually made we it through did a serious it. story. I'm so proud of us. Look at us being all serious. I was I was honestly like ready to be like, oh hi there, my name's Evelyn and I like I like <laughs> UFOs. And then I'm glad we didn't. No, but that is going to do it for this storyline. Thank you to everyone who stuck through it and listened. This was just very out of place for us and just kind of crazy. Yeah. It's we, fun to be different. Yeah. Definitely. That's why we do this show, is that we can do different storylines. So hey, so Derek, what where where do we find you? <laughs> yeah. on, online. What do, what do you do when you're not doing this? When I am not doing this show, I host the Sometimes Geek Podcast, a weekly short form video game editorial, keeping news quick and to the point so you can spend more time playing games, which you can find by searching on your podcatcher of choice, the Sometimes Geek Podcast, or going to sometimesgeek.com. <laughs> <laughs> Where do we find your things? Uh, you can listen to me and my co-host RJ at Ona Lit Class, a podcast dedicated to telling you all of the weird and generally horny things you never knew about the books that you had to read in school. And we're at we're on every every podcatcher everywhere. We're on yours right now. If you check, what I don't I don't remember subscribing to that. Oh nope, it's too late. We're Thanks, there. Apple. Yeah, it's just, oh no, Lit Class is there. Wait, but I don't even, I have an Android. Nope, we're there. It's too late. <laughs> it's too late, we're here. We're here. <laughs> oh, no, oh no, Lit Class was them. <laughs> that was actually the them all along. It was oh no, Lit Class. And we're also at onolitclass.com. Uh, Charles, what, where, where, where do you, where are you? What are, what, what are you? What, I, that's. <laughs> That's the question, isn't it? Uh, uh, I run a podcast thing called Noco FM. It's all about like doing diverse podcasts with diverse people and diverse stories, and I love it. And you can find that at noco.fm, or you can find my show, which is super rad, at talk, the letter N, and then roll. So talk and roll, like rock and roll, or walk and roll if you go to that restaurant. And just another reminder before we head out of here, for those of you in the Seattle area or attending PodCon, make sure to stop by, check us out, say hi, grab some stickers. PodCon, Pod. Yeah, it's great. We're gonna See, it's, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard for, for uh, Megan and I to do that because she's going off of me and then I hear like it's like off a little bit and I'm like, I want to cheer with you. We will cheer together in January. But again, thank you guys so much for listening. And until next time, take care. See ya. Bye.